0: probably for years we've, we've heard the contrast between the donkey and the horse but I really think it's hard for us to get our eyes off of the big horse to the little donkey and so what I want to call the entry that Jesus made and I'll explain more I want to, I want to say it's the courageous entry of Jesus let me read about his courageous entry. Matthew. When they'd come near Jerusalem and they'd reached Bethphage at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples saying to them, Go into the village ahead of you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, you just say, the Lord needs them. You know, bring that into our context. You know, you see a Corvette, you know, and you want to, you just. <laughs> I'm not sure it would work in our <laughs> city. Anyway, sorry, my mind just went off. <laughs> and He will send them immediately. This took place to fulfill what had been spoken through the prophet saying, Tell the daughter of Zion, Look, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey, even on a colt, the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and they did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and put their cloaks on them. And Jesus sat on them. And a very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds then went ahead of him and followed, and they were shouting, Hosanna to the Son of David! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord! Hosanna in the highest heaven! When he entered Jerusalem, the whole city, was in turmoil the whole city of Jerusalem probably with a population that swelled to around a million people because this was a pilgrimage feast the whole city was in turmoil and they're asking one question Who is this? And the crowds that were following and shouting, Hosanna, gave the answer. This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. I paused long enough that I think that you got the point. The city of Jerusalem experienced turmoil when Jesus entered the city. That that means that the whole city, all the inhabitants, the permanent, the Passover visitors, all of them in some way were stirred up by what they saw and by what they heard In Jesus' entry into the city. And the result of that striking event, it just set people in motion to ask the question, Who is this? And the only ones that could answer the question were those that were following Jesus. They were the ones that were laying the cloaks on the ground. They were the ones taking the palm branches down. They're the ones that could answer. And they answered. By way of of what they shouted Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. And they also could answer directly This is Jesus, the prophet. It's a title of honor. Israel has a long history of prophets. People recognized more by what they heard from God than by what they spoke from God. Prophets, their main job was, I I hear the Lord speaking, and then you do whatever the Lord wants you to do with the word that he speaks. Sometimes he wants you to deliver that word. Sometimes he wants you to enact something. Uh, There's some weird things that happen that the Lord He's just trying to get the attention of people. The prophet was always the one that would proclaim a divine message. Jesus had a message. It's the message of the prayer that Molly prayed. Repent. What you're doing is not working. Repent. The kingdom of God is near. A matter of fact, it's so near that you can enter it. And Jesus gives several ways that people can enter the kingdom. And this one, this prophet, Jesus, from Nazareth in Galilee, which those in Judea would have said, again, does anything good come out of the panhandle? Does anything good come out of Galilee? How could it be? that a prophet could come out of Nazareth, Galilee. I mean, so, so much is just kind of does, is not adding up. But this is the one the Old Testament prophet announced. Zechariah. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout aloud, O daughter of Jerusalem. Lo, your king comes to you triumphant and victorious is he, humble and riding on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. Daughter of Zion refers to Jerusalem. The inhabitants of Jerusalem are given that title. You'll see that the next line, Daughter of Jerusalem. So it's the inhabitants of Jerusalem that are receiving this prophetic announcement from Zechariah. Now what I want you to see is that what Zechariah wrote and what's recorded in the Hebrew Scripture and what is also recorded in the Septuagint, which is the Greek translation of the Old Testament, is a bit different than what Matthew records for us? Do you see the differences? Just point out a difference that you see between the two Scriptures. Triumphant and victorious is not recorded by Matthew. What else? Yeah. It's it's not rejoice greatly or shout aloud in praise, it's tell. The fulfillment of divine predictions and promises are not wooden literalism. There's a reason. Again, the Holy Spirit superintending the writing of all Scripture, there's a reason that Matthew leaves some things out. This is a fulfillment of a divine promise. But I don't think it's a time for loud rejoicing. Nor is it the, nor is it the entry into it's a triumphant or, or a victorious entry. I think there's a reason. You see that, that, that cry of praise, Hosanna, yes. It is a cry of praise because you recognize God is the only one that can save us. So it's both a petition, God save us, and God I praise you because you saved us. I'd like us maybe this morning to think that maybe what the crowd was saying more than I praise you for saving us, they were crying out, oh God save us. And here is a prophet that is announcing the salvation of God. So, this is the story that I want us to think about. The time has come. Do you remember all the times that Jesus said, It's not my time? You remember that? Well, this is the time. This is the time for a courageous Jesus to walk into Jerusalem in broad daylight, with a large crowd shouting his praise. He can't sneak into town. <laughs> and he's not trying to sneak into town, but if he wanted to sneak into town, he couldn't. They're shouting his praise as the temple religious establishment. Watch. Watch. And they seethe with murderous rage. They want Jesus dead. And if that's your religious leaders, no wonder people were crying out, Oh God, save us! Save us from this religious tyranny. And it's not only that, but then you also have in the shadows the Roman imperial power. Watching to see if Jesus will break the law of Rome by disturbing the peace of a client state, giving the state warrant to deal severely with him as an insurrectionist, meaning hang him on a cross and quell the rebellion. So the crowd again saying, God, save us from oppressive, political, violent power. See, that's why I think Jesus is very courageous because he is walking right into the center of those that have threatened to end his life. And I don't want us to spiritualize that. I want us to try to accept that as the reality of the time that Jesus is living in because then we can appreciate even greater what he's done for us. You see, the triumph of Jesus is not the triumph that was described by Molly with Pilate riding in on a war horse. The triumph of Jesus, and I think that Matthew's doing his best to tell us, this is the victory of Jesus. This is the triumph of Jesus. It is so different than anything that we've ever seen. The triumph of Jesus is humility over pride. The triumph of Jesus is is gentleness over strength. The triumph of Jesus is love over hateful intolerance. The triumph of Jesus is heaven, not hell. The triumph of Jesus is life Over death. The triumph of Jesus. Are the events of this week that we're remembering unfolding. The triumph of the cross. How could a criminal hung on a cross naked be victorious? How could a body dead placed in a tomb? be victorious. I think that what this courageous entry of Jesus means for us is may we allow the triumph of Jesus to define our triumph. I believe that we, as people following Jesus, as people longing to become like Him, individually and corporately, we are victorious, but only in the way Jesus is victorious humility, gentleness, love. Life, full life, cross, encourage. As you think about those, I want to invite Susan to come and read a Palm Sunday blessing for us.
1: They ran eagerly, spreading their cloaks on the road as Jesus came, waving palm branches and shouting, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. This surely would signal the beginning of their deliverance and the ending of their oppression, sorrow and shame. What's this? No mighty horse or chariot? Only a man riding a lowly donkey? His feet almost grazing the ground as he makes his way to Jerusalem and to the mystery that it would be through suffering that healing comes, through his shame that dignity is restored, and through his cross that powers are disarmed and death done away with forever. Blessed are we, even here, in the shadow of our unknowing, where the light of his glory slants low on our path, because for now there is hope and beauty and love. And for this moment anyway, it is enough.
0: Take a moment and reflect upon the words that have been shared and what Susan has read. And then if you have any comments you want to add or any questions you want to ask... We want to do that. But first, let's just be still. So please, if there's any comment you would like to make or any question you'd like to ask...
2: with genuine
0: Great joy to wasn't it? Amber, thank you. That's really beautiful. And it's wonderful to use your imagination. Great.
3: I hadn't really thought about it before, but, um, you know, Jesus probably would have been. Much happier just to continue on, person by person, you know, doing the things that he came to do. And yet he knew that it was required that he put himself in the crosshairs, not only of the political and religious leaders, but, I mean, the entire universe, you know. The image that comes to mind is like the the eye of Mordor or something, you know, everything's focused on, on Jesus, and he becomes the target knowing that he has to but man to to think about the courage that that had to take for him as a man to do that that's, that's pretty amazing
0: again what stay out of sight and that is such a picture of the evil one and, and yes trying to put that light highlight Jesus and bring an end thinking he could bring an end to it.
4: That isn't who he is, Mm -hmm. you know. And and I and I tried.
0: But they are are operating with what they got. (laughs) And that is good. But we get to operate with the fullest uh, revelation of him being the son of the living God. The genuine savior. The Messiah. The prophet. The priest. The king. I mean the whole package deal that is revealed we get that. So that's great. And in the good sense, when we do that, it just seems like Jesus said, did did you forget who I am? (laughs) Did did you forget what I've done? Just to encourage us on. Well, let me kind of bring us to an end with this statement. I believe it requires courage. Follow Jesus. Amen. Just sounded like a deer. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to figure out what is that. I'm out of here. (laughs) (laughs) The first time I heard that, I I, uh, lived outside of town, and I, I was not. Everybody heard a deer snort, and they kind of, kind of pound the ground when they're trying to figure out, what is that smell, and can't quite make out what you are. So I was going out early, it's still really dark, to water my yard, and I was just starting to water, and all of a sudden I heard this, whoosh, it just about did undid me. took courage to stand there and water the yard. <laughs>
5: Church has lost that courage and has lusted after the war horse, And I would challenge you to find a single one give a serious pause it maybe make us think that we've lost our courage because it takes a lot of courage to ride on a donkey
0: it takes a lot of courage to ride on a donkey especially a young donkey and I love what did you hear what? when Susan what like his feet almost Catching the ground. It wanted an aggressive donkey. <laughs> and the robes that were being thrown for him to sit on.